Greetings and welcome to the Developing Dad Podcast. I am your host, Michael J. Griffin Jr. And today we're going to talk about black people needing to be more Chinese. All right, but before we get started, I need you to like, comment, and subscribe. And don't forget to hit the notification bell so that you do not miss out on any of the content that I am producing. And without further ado, to the monologue. All right, China is on to something. No, not communism. Their system of government is, has survived mainly because they've taken advantage of the greed and affluence of America. But I digress. Recently, China has deployed a full court press on manliness, and in so doing, they become the antithesis of America. After the well-documented failure of their one-child policy enacted in the 1980s, China is now promoting manliness in an effort to rebuild their society. Recently, they've taken three steps to accomplish this. First, they've begun an education drive to make men more manly. Second, they've cracked down on pornography. And finally, they've banned effeminacy from their media. The black community, which can ill afford to lose another generation of men, would be wise to take notice of China's recent actions and begin to openly and forcefully push back against the continued emasculation of our men through government education, overly sexualized media, and the promotion of effeminacy among our men. And now I'm going to show you the evidence for what China's doing and the why behind why I believe biblically and scripturally the reason behind why they're doing it and why I believe that it will be a success. All right. So you see here, China is promoting education and education drive to make men more manly, even in the picture you see here, right? They're like digging up dirt, like getting, getting stronger. Okay. They have so much. So, all right. So the one child policy happens, right? And, and families are choosing if they're going to have one child, they're going to choose a boy. But then those boys don't have girls to uh, promote, uh, procreate with. So the boys become stagnant. They don't have sexual partners. They become addicted to pornography. All of these things that happen. And I can show you the, the effects of pornography. I'll, I'll, I'll leave a link in the description. But China recognizes this and sees that their men were becoming uh, less and less manly. So what they've done, like, look. They're, they're going to push manliness. They're going to push strength. They're going to push uh, physical education. They're going to push um, all of the things that the Bible even the Bible talks about as manly. They're going to push this in their culture. Now, obviously, they can do it from top down because they're they're communist. But I'm, I'm going to show you why I think we as black people should begin to take take notice of this and implement some of these things. Take a, a defensive stand against uh, some of the things that China's government is taking an offensive stand against. All right. But I'm going to leave these. I'm going to leave all of these links in the description. And then the second thing that they've done is they're intensifying their crackdown on pornography and illegal publications. Now, obviously, the illegal publications, freedom of press, things of that nature. But I'm not saying that we should crack down on it in America. What I'm what I'm promoting is that promoting the idea that they recognize that these things are a detriment to manliness. And we've accepted them uh, hook, line and sinker in the black community. Right. We've we've said, oh, OK, yes, we'll send. And I want to let I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. But take a look at this, what China's doing. OK, they're cracking down on pornography. Why? Because pornography has deleterious effects on the mind, the body and the soul. 
it there is no it's it's the idea that uh, pornography doesn't hurt anyone is a is a lie it hurts the person who's uh, um, participating in it the eyes that are being that are and i'm going to get to the scriptural references it hurts the, the people who are producing it right disease uh there's so many things that are wrong with it and it also hurts the people who are uh the person who is indulging in it it hurts all those people around them right abuse is up you know a lack of work ethic all of these things none of this stuff it's isolated don't let people uh, tell you that it is because the bible is true and men need to understand that sin brings misery no matter what kind of sin it is it's always going to bring misery not only to the person who uh, engages in it but to those around them as well and then they're they're banning sissy men from tv to encourage more masculinity in young men two things about this they recognize that the sissification of men is a real thing and sissified men are not um, they're not um, good for creating a masculine society, but then the the boldness, they recognize that children, what they see on television, it affects their worldview and it affects who they become in the long run. So China's saying, well, the studies are in. So if we want our men to be manly, we've got to get rid of sissified men on our television. OK, now let me go to the scriptures. All right. So education. And ye fathers, Ephesians 6, 4, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, of the discipline and instruction of the Lord. It's calling fathers to not provoke their children to anger, but fathers have a specific role in bringing their children up in the discipline, the nurture, the admonition, the paideia, the full enculturation of the norms uh, and mores of the Christian society. That's what the fathers are supposed to do. And when it's let, when it's when it's not the fathers doing it, think about the statistic. I can pull it up. I'll, I can't pull it up, but I'll leave it in the description. Is that when a father is a Christian and a father walks in godliness, the family is much more likely. The percentage is almost two times as much, maybe even three times as much that the children themselves will follow Christ. Because this verse is true. It's the father's job. It's the man's job to lead. Right. In Luke 640, uh, the disciple is not above his master, but everyone who is perfect or fully trained shall be like his master. If you have pagans, uh, effeminate men, uh, pornography, teaching your children about sex, that's what they're going to be like. You're going to be like the person who trained you. That's all of education. There's no getting around this. That's why we've got to. And I'm going to go to my I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. I want to talk about the solutions, but <laughs> like, give, give me a second. OK. All right. Um. And, and then sexual immorality. The Bible tells us to flee sexual immorality, flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without his body, but he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. Sexual immorality is a sin against your own body. People like to think that it's not right. They like to talk about, you know, having sex with multiple partners and all of these other things. But that is a sin against your own body. All the studies show that emotionally, spiritually, it it wrecks you. All right. We, we try to uh, romanticize the misery that comes with fornication. But the Bible is true. All of the problems that you see around men and women now are, are a result of sexual immorality. And then even with pornography, Matthew 6, 22, the light of the light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. If you if you're if you're if your eye is healthy, if it's looking at the singular good and righteous thing, your body will be full of light. But then conversely, but if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? If you're watching dark things, if you're watching uh, pornography and you're getting nothing but godlessness uh, in your eyes, 
how much more so will that that darkness come back out and we see it in every sin right we see it happening over and over and over there is no way for us to get around the fact that this that the bible says that whatever man sows that will he reap he will also reap right you sow into your flesh you're going to reap from your flesh corruption but if you sow into your spirit you shall reap from the spirit eternal life that's good uh, galatians chapter 6 okay so and then think about this a man who is who is uh, addicted to pornography he that had proverbs 25 28 he that has no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls anyone can come in there if you have no control over your sexual appetites as a man you are rife for the you're ripe for the picking men can come come uh, women can be, you can be you you can be abused you can be led astray uh, the adulteress can come through and she can lead you to do all that spend all of your money give all of your strength to foreigners and at the end of your life it said like it says in proverbs 5 at the end of your life you'll groan and wonder where all of it went but because you had no self-control if you have self-control, you can withstand all of these things. And pornography is addictive and it does not allow you to exercise that type of self-control. And then manliness. The Bible speaks clearly and firmly about what men's role is. And I'm taking three verses specifically here. For, uh, 1 Corinthians 16, 13. Watch ye, stand fast in the faith. Quit you like men, be strong. Stand fast, men are firm, but in the faith, in what is true, what is godly, what is right. Act like men and be strong. Men are strong. They're resolute in what they do. They're not weak. They're not given over to um, to uh, all types of vices. A man, a good man is a virtuous man, a man who who is brave, courage, courageous and strong. All right. And then for even we were with when we were with you, Second Thessalonians 3.10, this we commanded you. Um, that if any would not work, neither should he eat. Men are supposed to provide, not be, not take, not take from the system. Men are supposed to be the ones that build, that create, that uh, that work. And if he doesn't want to do that, if a man doesn't want to do that, he shouldn't eat. All right. And in First Timothy five eight, but if any provide not for his own, and especially for those of his own house, he had denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. If a Christian man doesn't take care of his family. He's worse than an unbeliever. Now, obviously, there are specific cases where if a man is physically unable, but this is talking about able-bodied men who are refusing to do what they've been called to do by the Lord. He's worse than an unbeliever. That's what the Bible says, that this person is worse than an unbeliever. All right. So what can we do in conclusion? What can we do in conclusion? All right. So I've given you a lot to think about. What can we do in conclusion? Let me bring myself back up here. All right. So how do we do, go about doing this? How do we go about reclaiming this as a black community? OK, uh, well, number one, you got to preach the gospel and you got to call men to live according to his teachings. Right. That's the only way that that's that um, the knowledge of God will spread everywhere. Uh, again, there's some things that you can do um, to, to gain a, a sense of morality. A, a, some some sort of semblance of morality around certain things, but a truly uh, um, changed society will be a, a society where men's hearts from the inside have been changed. Now, if that happens, then obviously more people will be pressed in upon um, with the with the good rules and the godly rules, and then that will create more um, more good things, a better society, right? Second, the, but this is what we we need to start focusing on, right? As a black community, one we need to take back education. All right. Government education has failed. Right. And black people are the ones who are the hardest hit by this. Right. Because we're on the lower end of every socioeconomic metric. We don't have we don't have an opportunity. We don't have to um, we don't have the, um, the the leeway or the, the wiggle room or the margin to be able to keep sending our children to a failed system and then having them be continue to come back to us worse and worse and worse each generation. We don't have we don't have that opportunity. We don't have that luxury. 
So we've got to take back education. What does that mean? Does that mean homeschooling? Does that mean starting your own schools? Does that mean whatever it takes to get to again, that system is broken. We can't change that system, right? Because th there's so many horrible things that are going on. It's, it's so diluted and, 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 and perverted. Uh, the, the, the education is just so watered down that that it produces at best it produces mediocrity and that th that's at best all right so we got to take back education two black people consume more media than anyone we got to put down the phones put down the tv put down the movies and the music all of that stuff that teaches us or it's training us to uh to be less and less self-controlled we've got to put that stuff down right again we're on the bottom of all of these metrics but we produce and it's because we're consuming so much we're consumer driven we've got to and that leads into the third point is that we've got to do more manly things producing things building creating galvanizing that's the type of things that we need to see happening in the black community to be more like like uh china in that way and saying we're going to take charge of what like the government i don't believe in communism i don't believe the government should be top down telling you know citizens what they should and should not do unless it is uh you know uh, based on what the scriptures teach that the government's role is but the black black community black people listen like black christians especially we have got to start to take dominion over what god has given us stop allowing the government to be god right worship the one true god worship the one true living god right i'm gonna leave y'all with that because i know this one was kind of preachy but i had to get this one in right because this is something i'm really passionate about it's one of the reasons why my wife and i have started a school it's one of the reasons why i'm you know doing this channel uh teaching trying to uh, reach and teach to my own sons and hopefully if others hear it they are encouraged by it as well but i'll see you all in the next one don't forget to like comment and subscribe and until the next one grace and peace